you're listening to the Business of Branding podcast. If you are a creative female entrepreneur ready to connect with more of those heck yes clients, build an irresistible brand, and allow growing your business to feel easier than ever before, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Nikki Arnsman, a brand designer and strategist, a mama, and a little bit of a serial entrepreneur. On this podcast, I share all the strategies, tips, and lessons learned that have helped me build and scale an aligned business. My hope is that the content here will inspire you to go out and do the same for yourself. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of the Business of Branding podcast. Today, I want to talk about a topic that often comes up in uh, coaching calls. I was recently on a call with one of the students in my program, Impactful Brand Academy, and um, this topic sort of revealed itself through us uh, working through her course creation. And I had this light bulb moment that went off, like, wow, so many, so many people, um, women, I feel like, especially struggle with this with perfectionism and with things needing to look, feel, be a certain way um, before we can put them out there into the world um, and and actually let our work impact. And so I was, I was recently on this call and we're working through um, the content of her course and the, the reason why we were on the call um, was because she was, she was struggling with budgeting and, and wondering how to budget when she is early on in her business and she's wanting to create course content, um, get this out there into the world, and she doesn't have the funds to have it be professionally um, videoed, edited, and, and put together with a production team. And going into this call, I already knew um, if you've been around here for a bit, you you probably know what I'm gonna say, is that we don't we can create courses like my courses are still done on my phone or with a with a nice camera, and I set them up and I record those in my office. And not that it always has to be that way, um, but the reason why I do it that way is because I like to have. Um, number one, I like to be on my own timeline. Number two, when I get inspired, I want to record. Number three, I like the flexibility of being able to do number one and number two. Um, and when a client or someone or a student wants to know how to do something or I want to add something to the course, I can quickly do that. And I don't have to go back to the drawing board with a production team. I also don't have to wait for their editing time. And the reality is that the teaching and the content is the teaching and the content, whether it's done on a, you know, through a couple thousand dollar paid production team or it's done in the comfort of my office um, with my, you know, great quality iPhone camera. Um, the content is the content, right? And so, we got onto this coaching call and like I said, it was like the budgeting and how am I gonna do this and I'm never gonna be able to get this out there. And after being on the call, I said to her, I said, why, why do you think that it needs to be professionally recorded? And had the answer been something like, 
Well, because, you know, I think that that's the way that I actually, I kind of really can't come up with a reason of why it would have to be that way when you are just getting started in your business and this is maybe your first course you're putting out there, right? So why, when I was asking other questions like why does it, why do you feel that way, the things that were coming up were, were I won't be able to sell it unless it is, you know, videoed that way. I, it won't be taken seriously. Um, it has to be done that way because that's the only way I'm going to be able to charge X amount of money. And the list went on of all the reasons why this was like had to be done this way. And I said to her, I said, listen, we this does not have to be the most perfect iteration of a course that you're putting out there for the first time. And she was like, but I feel like it does. And, and then we started peeling back the layers on how deep this perfectionism runs out, runs in her. Um, she's a dancer. She's been in the competitive dance industry for years and years. Um, she now coaches elite level competitive dance. And I said to her, I understand, I get it. Like I come from a competitive gymnastics background um, and then also uh, collegiate cheerleading at a high level. So I get it. Like things got it. You would never put something out that is not top notch. Here's the thing I want you to understand. Perfectionism will always want to keep us safe. But the reality is all of our success is almost always found outside of our comfort zone. It's almost always found when we do it scared, when we jump in, when we when we get the minimum viable product out there. And the thing is, when you're just getting started and you are creating your first course, um, you want to get data. We want to just get the content out there. And like I said before, and it's not, again, it's not that like, just put anything out there. I'm not saying that. So much great quality curriculum can be created from a proper, non-expensive setup in your office or wherever, in a hotel room. It really doesn't matter. Um, so much quality video and curriculum can be created with that setting. So it's not like, oh yeah, just take some selfie videos. That's not what I'm saying. But we don't have to pay thousands of dollars to have a production team. One reason why I, one of the major reasons why I don't advocate that is because I have changed and shifted and re-recorded curriculum of like the first round of Impactful Brand Academy that I did about eight times. And that may mean moving um, a module into becoming a bonus and replacing that with a new module. But the only way that I figured that out and re-recorded and made better and elevated the content and, and like got new curriculum into Impactful Brand Academy, I'm just using that as one example, was because of the data. 
It was because I got that MVP, that minimum viable product out there, got people into the program, moved with them through the curriculum, figured out what was working, what wasn't, what needed to become a bonus, what needed to stay in the program, what needed to be added into the program, and then I got to work, re-recorded, recorded new material, shifted, and launched again, and then took people through it, learned again, back to the semi-drawing board, um, figured out some new things, shifted curriculum, re-recorded, launched again. And that is the way that you get these programs to a place where they are creating massive transformation, like Impactful Brand Academy, right? I'm just using that as an example, but insert any program that you may have in your mind um, or one that you are running, right? And I want you to have a what I want you to have a um, pulse on what's going on with your students. I want you to know where they are at, what is, what is lighting up uh, the light bulbs in their head, when you're seeing them have these clicks into massive transformation, um, when you're seeing the content and the curriculum really click for them. and. The thing is, when you see that, it feels so good because you're like, oh yes, this is working, this is working, this isn't, I need to update this, this needs to change. You figure all of these things out and then you didn't spend thousands of dollars and then you're like, oh, I'm burnt out, I'm tired, I don't want to have to re-record all of this. Um, and it feels so much easier access to be able to do it on your own terms with your camera, with your setup, with your system and just get it out there. And I know that this is easier said than done because me telling you this is not like, oh, okay, my perfectionism is gone. Thanks, Nikki. I'm carrying on with my life now without the perfectionism. I know that that's like not the case, but these little steps of like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm feeling like this isn't like the best version of that this program is ever going to be. Um, I'm feeling a little anxious about it but I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna put this out there, I'm gonna find five people to, to move through this curriculum with me. Um, and then once your program is maybe in a place where you're like, this is the rock star set of content, at that point, maybe you do start to then professionally record module, module at a time and, and then relaunch it with this professional video. But the thing I want you to remember is like, the teaching is the teaching, period. The content is the content, period. It doesn't change, it doesn't get better when you record it on a better camera. It's still the same teaching. And the teaching is your magic. The teaching is what we want to get in the hands of more people. The teaching is the work that you are doing in this world. So how can we get it out there faster, start to create impact, fill up our own courage cup, fill up our own confidence cup, so that we can then continue to make that program better, to make that curriculum better as we go. But the teaching doesn't change. It doesn't get better just because it's done in a better setting or it's um, better quality video or better, you know, done better editing. 
yes, can it can it get a little, I feel like I'm retracting, like can it get a little bit better as like the editing might get better just because you may integrate text or you may integrate, you know, other uh, things that maybe like push the content out a little more or can be um, received differently. Sure, like people learn in different ways, but can you record on your phone? Can you record on a camera in your own space, be in charge of that situation to get your minimum viable product out there? Can you have text, um, you know, like transcripts of what's in your video in your course? Absolutely. All of that can be done from the very beginning, from day one. So this is just one way to help move through perfectionism, um, to do it anyway, and to start to just have an awareness of where perfectionism is showing up. Um, that to me feels like one of the biggest pieces, right? Is like, where can I see that I'm being held back because of perfectionism? Where can I see that I'm not... Um, putting myself out there because of perfectionism. What would it feel like for me to do it anyway, even though that is still there? And the thing, what happens, the beautiful thing that happens is that your desire to impact more people, your desire to get your teaching and your work out there into the world, into the hands of your ideal and dream clients, your desire for that will start to become louder than your perfectionism. It will start to become louder than your fear. And when it starts, when your desire to impact and your desire to get your work into the hands of, of your ideal and dream clients gets so loud, all of a sudden perfectionism and anxiousness and fear, they, they start to cover themselves up. They don't sit at a seat at the table, not one in charge anyway. So I hope this is helpful. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, on perfectionism, on uh, getting yourself to move forward despite feeling scared, feeling nervous, um, feeling the perfectionism. And where is the perfectionism showing up for you? Where can you feel that coming into your world hindering the way that you're showing up in your business, the way that you're maybe showing up in life. I'm so curious. I will see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful day.